Well, it's Shaking YouTube tonight. Welcome to the Cover Price Comic Book Shakers of the Week uh, for uh, 9-8-2022. I hope you guys are staying cool on this hot-ass day. While you guys are congregating, you know what it is. It's Thursday. That means it's Freestyle Friday. is here when i rock a rhyme often eyes are dropping a tear it's so beautiful it's america's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes my mandate is to grip minds like a handshake spit Orlando lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base over any damn breakbeat i hastily make pastries tastier than anything that wolfgang makes so take notes out of suckers i make coats lump of some like bubba gump fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. Your nervous is the impervious wordsmiths. Hanging out in Rafa's new crib, come with the verses. Yeah. What up, everybody? Um, we just had What's a up, late man? Let's do it. scratch. So, uh, Justin, I'm gonna send you the uh, show notes. Bam. No pressure at all. And uh, no pressure. By the way, yeah. By the way, um, uh, why don't you say hello to the people while I uh, send Justin the notes and whatnot? Absolutely. As always, welcome to another fantastic edition of the Ofer List. No, the Shakers List. Actually, you may actually get no. No, I don't know. I don't think so, actually. Tonight's a fantastic list. You know what we love best about the show? My, me personally, the chat. The chat is on fire. Welcome to the show if you're here live. And if you're watching us on the Rewind, get in here on a live show and see what it's like. I'll tell you what. Chat's on fire. So, yes, tonight... Sorry. All right. Uh, I just sent Justin right? a note and right. the link. So uh, we'll get things started. And if hopefully you can pop in while we do the first one, Hell since we yeah. have the longest intros ever. This show is sponsored by friends over at coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Our top 10 every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific on YouTube and Thursday for the Shakers list. And uh, also on your podcast, Alexa, play Lords of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. 
Uh, the show is also sponsored by our friends over at My Slabs. Tired of paying 10, 15, 20%? Join the one one percent revolution. And uh, this list is uh, compiled by our buddy over Matt, and uh, you know, and he got it to me late. So forgive us if there's typos in uh, what we show you. But uh, it's pretty eclectic list. We have some golden yeah. age, some modern, some copper, some silver, a little bit of everything. And there's one or two in there. You got a chance, maybe. But you know how that goes, man. So um, speak of the devil. Maybe. Wow, it's like everybody showed up. Look at that. Holy <laughs> cow. No, you don't need me, up. then. Jesus All Christ. Right, so if you want to still hang around, Justin, it's up to you. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> out. All right. Thanks for popping like, in, I'm not here. I'm <laughs> All right. So, Gabe, you're going second. Cool. Cool. Justin, you want to go third? Sure. You could be on show with Justin. How cool is that? That throws that throws you all off, JB. Now you get to now you get to read number four. I just rehearsed. Thank you. Hey, you don't I rehearse for Lord Show. Yet. You should know that by now, man. So uh, this, this is uh, let's compile for our friends on cover price. Looking at the most interesting sales, our highest sales down on the exclusive daily shakers list. This list changes several times every day. It's, changes several times every day so make sure you check it out to review some of the hottest trending books when we go over these 10 here we'll see what's shaking today boys and girls and as always get ready for the over list maybe we shall see what do we got kicking it off you know how about we throw a monkey wrench and make gabe go for knob joking whatever <laughs> now first <laughs> off we've got this one's a really great story you guys ready for this one blue bolt weird Tales of Terror, issue number 115, originally published way back in 1952 from Star Publications. Now, another awesome pre-code horror skull cover. These things were certainly popular in the pre-code era, though this cover features a skull with hair and skeleton hands covered in blood. It's an instant classic done by cover artist L.B. Cole. Now, this book is known as as one of the rarest and most sought after in the Blue Bolt Weird Tales series. Last week, a raw VG copy Damn. sold for $2,000, beating out the previous raw sale of $1,000 from last year and $1,400 and $700 in 2020. Now, there's been quite a few more recorded slab sales, though, 25 to be exact. The highest is an astounding $16,730 for a 9.6 way back in 2017. Now, there have only been one other 9.6 sale, and it was back in 2002 when a, that sl probably the same slab sold for 8625 Another example of this book's constant value increase is two 7.0 slabs, one that sold for thirty six hundred bucks in twenty nineteen and ninety five hundred dollars in twenty twenty. These are major increases year over year, and that is an incredible cover by an incredible artist. Yeah, all black cover and a skull with a wig. I, I, that is, that is. I'm still wilding out about that, but kind of interesting the title of this blue bolt. I mean, I, I, any annotations, but anyway. The color really pops, especially when you have an all black background. I mean, you know, the, look at the candle, a little green coming off it. And that funky ass goddamn hair on this thing is really mm. fucking bothering me, man. I'm, just, I'm sorry. It's weird. All right. So Blee Bolt, Weird Tales of Terror, 115 from Star Publications, a VG sold for two grand in a raw dog. All right. All right. Late to the party, but uh, he's welcome to join anytime he wants. Justin, what do we got for the second one? Ooh, number two, we got The Crow from uh, McFarlane, 1999. The Crow debuted Damn. in comics in 1989 before a feature film released in 1994. During that time, The Crow developed into a cult following, a truly passionate fan base centered around Eric Draven. Fans of the IP were unfortunately devastated at the loss of Brandon Lee, who played Draven in the film. Emotions were raw for years, with the community both wanting a rebooted Crow and also wanting it done right. Well, many of us got their wish from the original Crow returned in 1999 with a vengeance. And by that, we mean a 1 in 10 variant from Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane has a massive fan base on his own, colliding with the fan base of the Crow and leading to this all-time high sale for $579 and a CGC 9.8, eclipsing its previous high sale from two years ago for 420 some of you may not know this, but the crow is reportedly coming back once again with Bill Skarsgård of, of, uh, of course, it fame landing the role of Eric Draven. 
with the mm. anticipation of this uh, upcoming new Crow project. Such an amazing cover it would be quite the display piece if you're not already a fan of it yet. Uh, of the great depiction of the Crow. And I got to say, the first two Crows are good movies. That second one's pretty badass. This, like, <clears throat> if you were to tell me, like, McFarlane did this, I wouldn't know. Like, if that little signature box wasn't there, I wouldn't know this was Todd McFarlane. Right? And then definitely wouldn't know movie. they did a 1 in 10 from Image back in 1999. I mean, that was like the that was like the death days of comic books right right before <laughs> you know when you know when things really started getting popping in the 2000s with mm -hmm. uh the ultimate uh line from marvel when did that come out right around 2000 2001 the ultimate line from marvel I'm trying to uh, think it's about 2002 maybe 2001 yeah, yeah. Sound about right. but there are some dark times and and especially in the late 90s i mean you know one in ten that's pretty crazy did you say one in ten or am i tripping no one i'm tripping right one in yeah, ten one in yeah, one in ten, but that, it doesn't really look like McFarlane, right? I mean, if you, no if you look at it, yeah, that's pretty dope, man. So, all right, so the Crow number one, the McFarlane one in ten variant from February nineteen ninety nine, five seventy nine and nine point eight, and look at the edges too; it's all black. Good luck with that. It's the theme today, <laughs> all black yeah. covers. All right, the Crow number one. What do we got up next? Oh, just in time for Gabe. He loves. Yeah, this. man, look at his nineties comics. This is what I'm talking about. So we're, we're <laughs> this is great. We're talking about Danger Girl number two. This is the J. Scott Campbell. Cover D, Ruby Red Smoking Gun cover. This is back from the uh, image imprint of Cliffhanger, 1998. Uh, there are also many great J. Scott Campbell variants. There are also many great Danger Girl variants, but some of the most valuable being the three Danger Girl number two Smoking Gun Cliffhanger variants, which are all exceptionally rare. However, this Ruby version is not just the rarest of the three, but is also considered one of the rarest modern variants of all time. And this week's huge new high price of, I'm going to pause for a second here, because this is $7,000 for a CGC wow. 9.8. Uh, also worth noting is that the all-new high sell of the standard smoking gun variant Went for $350 raw this week. Uh, Campbell covers are on the movie. Yeah, this is nuts. Uh, while hunting these covers, keep in mind that IDW reprinted these variants with the same logo treatment and can, e it can easily be confused for the original issues, which will clearly state cliffhanger on the top mm -hmm. left corner. So keep an eye out for those cliffhanger uh, versus IDW. I got to take a look and see if I have these. I have a bunch of... Uh, Danger Girl books. I think I have mine somewhere. I had no idea this was a seven thousand dollar book, but yeah. uh it's a it's damn. a foil then, right? The ruby red on Danger mm -hmm. Girl is that a foil? I'm guessing. Yeah, I know it's hard stock cover, isn't it? I do believe. I think it's a hard stock cover. Um, but damn, why is this so expensive? It's issue number two. Also, it's not even issue number one. Uh, issue number twos are also notoriously for being underordered yeah, back then too. Underordered, Everybody yeah. ordered number ones, right? Because they're number one, so they always take a little dip on number two and number three. Well, in nineteen ninety, well, we know there was at least four covers, right? A, B, C, and D. So, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure there was a lot more that came out. Of you know, it's issue number two, and aren't I thought I read somewhere where um, they're rebooting Danger Girl, at least in the comics. There's going to be a new Danger Girl series, right? That'd be great because that's a J. Scott Campbell actually owned Danger Girl, so they could yeah. Gen Thirteen, which he's also known for. That's still a that's a DC property now. That was part of Wildstorm and Jim Lee. Yeah. All right. So Danger Girl number two, the J. Scott Campbell covered these ruby red smoking gun from nineteen. I want proof of life if anybody's going to pretend like they have this book. Like, <laughs> and a nine point eight too. It has me in yes, that sitter. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I mean, yeah. gosh, nine eight seven yeah. grand. No matter what, it's going to be a good price. Yeah, seven grand. All right. What do we got up next? All right, next up is uh oh good luck man, right? <laughs> you ready? Forgotten Realms Homeland number one. I hope I'm saying this guy's right name right. The Gez Fry variant. Sure. Originally published in 2005 from Devil's Do Publishing. Now, fantasy writer R.A. Salvatore is known for writing the very popular Forgotten Realms campaign. For Dungeons and Dragons. Now, if you've played any D and D, read any D and D themed books, you've likely at least heard of R. A. Salvatore's most notable creation. Ready? The Drizzet Do Erden, a Sounds legendary drow elf who cast off the evil ways of the Underdark to become the hero of the North. Now, Drizzt first appeared in R. A. Salvatore's 1988 novel. 
The Crystal Shard and has since appeared in over 30 additional novels. However, his first comic appearance was 17 years later in Forgotten Realms Homeland number one. The Tim Seeley drawn Dritz is featured prominently on the regular cover, which is likely why, despite there being two variant covers, this regular edition sells for a significant premium of $100 for an FMV Raw for an FMV Raw and $700 in 9.8. However, all covers are incredibly hard to find and very valuable in their own right. While this Gez Fry cover doesn't feature Drizzt, it still sold for a new high of $510 for a CGC 9.8 this week. That's only one of seven sales we've ever seen for this variant. While D&D owner Wizards of the West Coast May 2021 announcement of a Drizzt-centered TV series likely caused the initial price spike for this book, a recent update announced that the TV series will be a Webtoon animated series. Now stay on the lookout for cheap copies as this series easily flies under the radar for most retailers. Yeah. Uh, come on, Lords of Brooklyn. You know better. Right? This is called the Shaker Show. This isn't called your average <laughs> trending top 10. <laughs> right. Okay? This is called the yeah, Shaker Show. This isn't your show. generic top 10 at every other YouTube <laughs> you know, channel. You know, a.k.a. the Ofer list. But uh, uh, Liger style, I know you say these books are unknown, but I guarantee you there's people in there that know because the prices haven't changed that much on this. You know, it, it's there's certain things that people know about, and there's a community that knows about it. If, if I mean, unfortunately, we can't really blow it up, but look at the uh, the borders on this book. How It's kind of like this gold thing around it you really can't mm -hmm. see it that like well but it, yeah. yeah exactly yeah like you know those old school like you know like gold leaf book. kind of thing yeah exactly yeah. but um yeah i mean i'm digging this cover i mean who knows maybe it's gonna be uh you know we're getting some more D, &D stuff coming we got that movie with chris pine so you never know is what i'm saying boys girls one two three four i and think we'll everybody's five. got a shot on the next one considering do I they own this book yeah do they sure. though all right what do we got we got Marvel feature number one from 1975. So Red Sonia is red hot as key books such as Conan 23 and 24, as well as Red Sonia number one have gone up in value. Well, it appears that the collectors haven't forgotten about this one, which actually precedes her self-titled series by over a year. The good news is the movie has started filming with Matilda Lutz as the titular character with MJ Bassett directing. Raw copies of this book remain extremely cheap, with a near mint 9.0s to 9.4s having a fair market value of only 33 bucks, but graded copies have seen the biggest rise. A 9.8 hit an all-time high of $750 on the 5th of September. Let's just hope this movie gets better with the Bridget Nelson version. <laughs> yeah, that Not is... 9.8, uh, but I do have this book. Come on, man. I had no Good idea that this, they were making a, um, a movie off this. Same here. I'm new to that. Yeah, they just announced it like a week or so ago. Oh, well, shit. Red I Sonya. still have my regular Red Sonya. Uh, That's why um, uh, all those uh, first appearances were showing up. All those Conan, what, 19 yeah. and 20s or whatever it is, kept showing up on the list. 23 and 24, isn't it? 23 and 24. Like yeah, just, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, um, where everyone and, has spoken, they want twenty four. Even though am I crazy to think that Marvel feature number one was the first appearance of the Defenders, or is that Marvel fanfare? Uh, mm. Well, it's definitely not Marvel feature. Can't Probably be fanfare then. Well, that's what I was saying. Hold on, man. Hold on. Someone in the chat just let. But us I'll know. tell you what: if you're interested in attaining this book, I actually have it for sale on my first whatnot. <laughs> it's one of the 30 books i put on there <laughs> yeah so there was another marvel feature see i'm not crazy because i have two of these so there was a marvel feature number one that came out in 1971 first oh. appearance of the defenders okay so i'm not crazy and the drugs haven't totally taken over me yet but yeah <laughs> this is volume number two there was another marvel feature that came out in 1971 which volume obviously two. was the first appearance of the defenders which you know and you know as a side note i always tell you if you want to get into collecting, shout out to Ages Comics of Alaska. Um, if you want to get into collecting, I would always say as a side get, get these little uh, 
anthology series from Marvel or DC, Spot whatever. Light, you know what I'm saying? Feature. Marvel feature, Marvel fanfare, Marvel presents, Spotlight. Marvel preview. Yeah. And just, I know there's some big books in there, but just work your way around those books. Get all the other ones and you can do a complete run of like 40, 40, 50 issues. You know what I'm saying? It's a little collecting goal for yourself. I mean, I should do a video about that on how to have collecting goals. Should I? Nah. You keep saying that. You never do the video. Should I do a video on how to take proper pictures on Instagram? Just do a video. Oh, waiting. <laughs> Doing videos is a lot of work, man. That's that's a fact. I know. I'll just be like, hey, man, here's some screenshots on Instagram. <laughs> <You go>. yeah. <laughs> all right, boys and girls. We're halfway through the list today, so we're running late. But let's just hear from my slabs real fast while we all take a deep breath and drink them if we got them or smoke them. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. All right, let's do a little time jump and let's get to some books somewhat modern. I had no idea about this book, but hey, I really don't pay attention to the new market. So who knows? What do we got? All right. Coming up next, this is uh, Monsters Damn. Unleashed. Number three, Future Fight. This is the uh, Inyuk Lee 1 in 25 variant from Marvel back in 2017. So Elsa Bloodstone rumors have been a mainstay on speculation websites and Hollywood leak sites and pages for years. Her rumors have have been fueled. Cowards, of, <coughs> cowards. Sorry. <laughs> her rumors have fueled many of her books to highs, including this variant for Monsters Unleashed. Uh, Jinak Lee did a great job on the set of this low printed variants for the series, and a few have risen well above ratio in price. Like this particular Elsa Bloodstone variant that hit a high raw sale of $250. If and when Bloodstone is confirmed, expect more movement for not only this variant, but nearly anything else involving Elsa Bloodstone. If we are lucky, uh, maybe we'll get some of that news this weekend for the Disney Plus Day. We'll see what happens. I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, Is this... Based on the new Elsa Bloodstone, or daughter, or sister, whatever, or is this based off the the OG uh, one that came OG. out in the Copper Age? OG. So this is so it's not even her first appearance in. No, this no. is just a cool. No, no just a no, cool no. cover, a one in twenty five. Oh, okay, because remember there was a new Elsa Bloodstone title that came out, introduced a new character was like a uh, her sister or daughter yes. or some. That shit. was I mean, just that recent, book. wasn't it? Like, yeah, like the no, last it was like year? two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I got it and somebody sent me an AOK too. I was shout out to them. I don't know if I ever showed it, but uh, I appreciate you. All right, Monsters Unleashed number three, Future Fight. Go figure, man. Nobody cared about these Future Fight books unless there was, you know, featured oh, first. All of them, all of them, Monsters by Jiang Li are, are badass. Uh, yeah, issue four has Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur. And then I think issue two has Medusa, if I'm not mistaken. They're pretty yeah. badass. Another great would, one before uh, Elsa Bloodstone is the uh, Next Wave series. If anybody wants a really great read from Warren Ellis. I, am I the only one that thinks that they're going to show the Halloween special this weekend on D23? Because really, October's right around the corner. This is the perfect platform to for them to show something, right? Yeah. All I care about is the uh, Fantastic Four casting. <laughs> no, we shall see. We shall see. I'm at well, I mean, it is all to, they got it all to themselves. So uh, with that, I'll be going live on Saturday for the Marvel and Star Wars panels, guys. So uh, I thought it's tomorrow. It starts I, tomorrow. No, I think it's the Marvel Star it's Wars all, is Saturday. Oh. Yeah, I think it's all weekend long. But I think the Marvel, the big panels are on Saturday. Are they not? Um, I don't know. But if it's Hopefully tomorrow, I'll go live tomorrow. Fuck it, eh? I don't care. I'm, I work from home. I do what I want. Wow, crazy fucking crazy eh? all right so uh monsters <laughs> unleashed number three future fight jay hung lee one in 25 250 bones for a raw near mint good gracious lord have mercy all right this is a cool book this is crazy man come on planet of the apes green lantern number two the felipe masafira spectrum variant 
It's a one in 40 virgin variant originally published in 2017 from Boom Studios. Wow. Now it's easy to ignore the untraditional pairing of Planet of the Apes and DC's Green Lantern. This series predominantly served as a story meant for diehard fans of both franchises. It was met with decent reviews and a respectable print run of around 15K. Yet how many shops ordered 40 copies of each issue? The answer is easily not many, which is a shame as artist Felipe Massafera created a remarkably gorgeous variant spectrum set for all issues of number one through number six, all a one in 40 incentive ratio for years. Each individual cover while hard to find sold for relatively low prices. However, that seems to be changing as seen by issue number two's new high sale of 180 bones for a near mint raw copy. When you come across these in the wild, don't pass these up. Check out the full set below. Yeah, I'm digging the, uh, I'm assuming that that's a Red Lantern. What's his name? The um, Trocitus. Yeah, Trocitus, right? And then I'm a, there's Green Lantern, there's uh, Yellow Lantern. What's his nuts? And then, um, yeah, it's cool. Like they're all, well, the, I mean, I don't know the, like, who's it? Dr. Zayas is the, Doctor Zayas. Doctor Um, I don't know who the Red Lantern is, but I like all the Red Lanterns in the background are cool. You get the, the Red Lantern is actually the gorilla that was like part of the, he was a general in the, in the films. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, boys and girls, when we were growing up, that's all we had. We had Star Trek and fucking Planet <laughs> of the Apes, man. And then man, Planet of the Apes got really wonky, and there used to be there used to be these sequels upon sequels and he just got progressively worse and worse and worse You're like oh lord have mercy help me out here but yeah all right so uh if you think about it man that's like one of the first films that had really a sci-fi cliffhanger right i mean uh spoiler alert uh yeah so he's <laughs> he, he's not on a different planet he's on the same planet and he sees the statue of liberty i mean somebody's gonna be like fuck are you spoiling man i wanted to watch it this weekend I was like, hey man what are you gonna do all right uh we can't pass up any list without hitting some type of video game homage. What do we got? Oh, I like this one. Rick and Morty pocket like you stole it. Number one, the Tate Howard gaming convention, Nintendo power homage from Oni press from 2017. So of course, Rick and Morty season six just launched on September 4th with fans instantly devouring the latest episodes. Rick and Morty comics have seen overall comic movement yet to much lower from uh, the previous markets, previous years, I should say, despite those dips, this cover homage is bucking that trend and has been slowly climbing in price for the past year with no content. Raw copies quietly hit $80 and a new high sale of $270 for a CGC 9.8 this week. It's one of the few variant covers to feature a homage to the ultra sought after first issue of Nintendo Power sculpted and photographed by Tate Howard. This rare homage is growing at a time when video game homage covers are booming as seen as, of course, the 8 Billion Genies number one Super Mario Brothers 3 homage. It was originally provided as an exclusive at only $10 at 2017's PAX West Gaming Convention and later sold through Oni's website for the same price. We expect this mashup of two fan-favorite pop icons to continue the rise in value. And, and actually, they're starting the new season, like, uh, right around the corner, isn't it? I do believe. Mm -hmm. on adult swim so uh, go if you if you dig the comics or dig the whatever go make sure you dig out the show man so rick and morty pocket like you stole it <laughs> number one the tate <laughs> howard gaming convention nintendo power homage only press july 5th 2017 good lord that's a mouthful that's what she said boom next Whoa. all right another uh tv show here we got uh steven universe number 25 this is the zao tong kong say that three times fast WonderCon 2019 connecting limited to 500 copies variant from boom studios 2019 if you've kept up with the weekly reports you might have seen another steven universe book that was covered which was steven universe number one the 2014 san diego exclusive well it seems steven hasn't stopped shaking things up <laughs> this issue is part of a set that includes issues 25 through 28 Issues number 25 and 26 originally debuted at WonderCon 2019 and was limited to just uh, 500 copies. Simultaneously, issues 27 and 28 
originally debuted at Denver Pop Culture Con and was also limited to just 500 copies. A near mint raw number 25 sold last week for $305. And the only other recorded sale was a no grade in 2021 for $25. There was also a $153 raw sale for issue 27. Meanwhile, there have there have been no recorded sales for any of the other covers. It seems someone may be keeping a completed list and trying to connect this set. Yeah, that's like um, there is a huge community of Steven Universe. There's like cons for it. I mean, if you you know, I mean, trust me, if there's any type of collectible or community, I mean, you know, Care Bears or Bronies, whatever the hell the Steven Universe, there is a community for it. And if there's a comic for it or whatever, you know, it's our our collecting world is grown sideways up down vertically horizontal whatever you know what i'm saying i mean it really kind of the pandemic really kind of made it so i mean the people from the card world coming over here the people from the video weight game world coming here and we've kind of been like the dumping site for people who are like you know you know i want to say dumping site but you know the aggregator or whatever you know hey i collect this are there comics for it yes there is and then they go down the rabbit hole so be it good or bad, it's all-time highs right now. So, you know, hopefully you're holding. But then there's this list that shows you that, hey, there's still some other stuff you may not know about that's, you know, what we consider crails or mainstream or blue chips or whatnot. So, um, you know, and it's only getting stronger. I mean, you know, hopefully there's not a bubble that we Especially something like this where it's a connecting cover where each issue is debuted at different cons. Like, yeah, that's that crazy. sucks if you have like one cover of a connecting cover. You yeah, that is that ones. is mad patience right there, son. <laughs> I mean, you know, waiting like a calendar year to get them all. That's pretty dope, though. I, I like that. All right. Uh, let's Steven Universe ongoing number 25, the Zhao Tong Kong WonderCon 2019 connecting to a uh, limited to 500 from Boone Studios February 27th, 2000. 2019. Bam. Raw dog. $305. All right. Last one, but don't go away, boys and girls. We're going to see what's shaking today. All right. Well, last one on the list. Uh, we've got Zatanna, issue number one, the Brian Boland one in 10 variant, originally published in 2010 from DC Comics. Now, this DC series for Zatanna has long been sought after by collectors, primarily for the super, super popular and pricey Adam Hughes covers later in the series. However, Brian Bolin did a 1 in 10 variant for issues 1 through 4, as well as 6, and those have slowly grown in popularity in the 12 years since their release. Now, this issue, number one variant, sold this week twice, once for 99 and again for 119 or 120 as we've rounded it up. While the 99 matches a sale in August, it looks like that 120 appears to be a new high for this book. You know what? When I first looked at this, I didn't really dig it. I saw it and I go, because, you know, when I see Brian Byron Boland, I think of that Wonder Woman cover, you know, the flowing curly hair. And then I look at her face is like, she almost looks like kind of, you know, frozen, you know. But then I looked at that little green motherfucker and I go, that looks <laughs> insane. If you look at the details on that little green fucker, I think he even has a little peepee on there. But I don't know what that is. But that thing looks oh, absolutely God. gnarly. That Olin is a, is a right monster, here. dude. That guy is yeah. such an amazing artist. But, I mean, when you look at her face, so it almost seems like, meh, let me put all the details in this little green fucker. And that's what yeah. he did, boys and girls. All right. So, Satana yeah, number one, the Brian Bolden. Great variant. Just... The number six is the best of uh, all the Bolin's covers. Yeah. All the one and tens are pretty badass, but Boland's number six is pretty nice. She's like got her hat on top of her head, and she's got like she's just, like flicking all the cards. One of my yeah, and we always covers. talk about DC not doing racial covers. I mean, in 2010, they were doing one and tens, which kind of just trippy, you know. I mean, there was a few years that it was just like DC was just like cover A, cover B, you know what I mean? And Marvel's like, hey, one in 17, one in 22, one in 39, just get them all while you can, boys and girls. But uh, that's it for today boys and girls let's see what's shaking today boys and girls so it looks like the panel score i got one out of ten justin's one out of ten i got a one 
Yeah. You got a one game uh, where you, you did you score any on this? No way, list? dude. I'm a total goose egg on this. On yeah, this I think I got list. over too. I wasn't paying attention, but I'm pretty over, sure I'm uh, over, man. Some, oh. some of the comments, you know, I think uh, in the chat, Wookie Fanatic, I, was he? No, Planet Arizona, nine straight weeks of overs for Planet Arizona. Good Lord. Whoa. Thanks, hey, man. For one it. of these days, there's always something to try hey, for. Man. Hey, this is the top 10 that we go live every Tuesday on, boys and girls. These are the movers. These are the most uh, units sold for the week. Well, Knights of X. Look at that, that new the alien book Marvel. Selling, huh? That aliens. Yeah. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond. But here, see what's shaking, boys and girls. Hey, here's one of them that we had already. I got that Batman Beyond. Nice. Oh, mine's the newsstand. Is this, which one is this? This is a uh, regular directed. edition. Yeah, this is just a regular cover. Let's look at the... Was it which one was it that's really that was really hot? The new stand, wow. the second one. Here's the most expensive one. New that's, stand, that's the big one. Yeah, Wrong. I got a nine four of this. Nine grand and a nine point eight. What in the shut nuggets is that? What the good... damn? What, slide down to that one new box. I love this new box. This most common raw, mm. where they they tell you what's most commonly sold. I love that box. That's a cool addition. So you could tell, like all these, there's some different color combinations and some different things that are actually on the barcode. I didn't yeah, know like, oh, there was a Six Flags version. Huh? Yeah, that Magic Mountain one. Yeah, this oh, is yeah. strange too because this is Batman Beyond number one, but Batman Beyond's not in the book besides the cover. It's all Terry. Yeah. Beyond's. Number uh, two is the old, first actual Batman Beyond. Good old Mad Magazine. What in the fuck is this? What, what Mad number twenty one? Is it missing the cover or is that oh, how? Oh, That's probably oh, just the cover. It's all those old show. Cool, those cool ads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look at those, man. All the ads were. How many ads were guns? <laughs> yeah, I think they did it on purpose. Well, there's a compressed <laughs> torpedo down here that you can buy. <laughs> yeah. uh, a mitted camera. Yeah. That's hilarious. Man. And a live alligator or crocodile. This is the first Alfred E. Newman cover. Is that, was there a key? Would have said that, wouldn't it? No, I think it's just, you know, people hundo for a Dude, this is from March 10th, 1955. So it's like, good luck finding them. You know what I mean? Uh, 1500 of a 9.0. I would get that. Jesus. Uh, Yeah. Good old Captain Britain there. Shit. Do I still have this? I'm trying to remember my own stuff. I'm like, damn, do I still have this? You have it. It says you have it. Well, shit. Hopefully I didn't sell it. Um, I've been waiting to sell it. Oh, here we go. We got to look into these. Hey, oh, look at that! Journey to Mystery right back when it was a horror part. title. It's back when it was Atlas Comics too. Yep, good old Atlas up there. One thousand one hundred seventy-five for a raw VG in a three point oh four point five. Good lord, seven thousand two hundred dollars for a seven point oh back in two thousand fifteen. Telling you, man, got to look at those old books. Tomb of Draculage. Ah, this is a, the one book that I am still hunting actively. Do you have it on your wish list? Do you have no, I should. A... Yeah, I should, though. So this is Vampirella number one from Warren Comics. Gorgeous Frank Frazetta cover. I just love Frank Frazetta's like, signature and everything. It's just dope. Uh, so it was 1969, but it was 50 cents in 1969, boys and That's girls. That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. Um, thousand dollars for a four point Holy shit! Yeah, I think my sweet spot on this is right for a four. four. Wow. <laughs> um, let me see. My sweet spot on this is right around seven point five. Yeah, I can do that. Seven point five. Just buy it raw. It's like cheaper raw. raw. All right, I can do a raw. Whatever you say, man. Don't belittle me. It's my show, fucker. Um, <laughs> what's his name again? Creel Craig. Crank. Yeah, crank. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue number seven, the second print. Wow, eight nine hundred dollars for a nine point eight. I love these old Mirage uh, Turtles books, and they had that weird yeah. size still. And they still had like the all red bandana. So I have this dude. See this robot guy, Fugitoid. Yep, I have that book because it's a. Uh, I think got that gobbledy gobbledy book. Yeah, I think it predates Team NT. Uh, yeah. You don't have an ASM three hundred TiVo? Nah, I, I sold all mine off. I'm like, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck it, dude. By the way, he's going to be doing a signing at CGC. Mm. I don't know if oh, you saw that creepy. An- yeah, I don't know if you saw that creepy announcement, but uh, get ready to. Did you pass some old here. ASM slide up a little bit? Yeah. yeah what's there? up with that old? What's up with that one, man? Number forty. Yeah. Spidey saves the day. The end of Green Goblin. The origin of the Green Goblin. Nine thirty-five for a CBCS nine point oh. Wow. Sorry, boys and girls, if you look for PGX, it's not <laughs> on here. Just CBCS and P- 
CGC, boys and girls. Sorry about that. Um, it's a rather new book to have on here. The infamous Iron Man from yeah, 2016. That? Isad Ribic. That's dope. I love Isad Ribic. Uh, his run on Thor, absolutely incredible, man. Uh, the art, the covers, at least, that he did. <laughs> I think he may have done some of the original. Anyway, first appearance was a Victor Von Doom as Iron Man and Tony Stark AI version three. Good Lord. Yeah, that's coming. Of course it is. Um, but yeah, it's still a dope cover, though. But for that amount, I don't know, man. 750 for 9.8. I guess. Hey, why not? People are bought in crazy shit, right? Hmm. Um, She-Hulk. I still have not watched the episode from last night, but I plan to. That first road, that Avengers 10, or Avengers Annual. That book is insane these days. Is this Vengeance book? No, the Rogue. Oh, the Rogue? Okay. Yeah, that book is just... First appearance of Ms. America, 725 or 9.6. Good lord. Seems this should be back that, around. This is going to be a yeah. good. This is a good book to get. It's, if it's Wait, dipping Tim, a didn't bit. you sell this? Oh, you sold the cover. Still got it. Sell the cover. Uh, no, I still got it. Nobody bought it. it it's still sitting on uh, Shortbox. So uh, holler at me. It's not that oh, one. Yeah. I have this, this is the one. See, I still have it. It's a. It's not a nine eight though. It's a nine point six. But you know what are you going to do? It still works. Some rogue love. Why not? Why not? Rogue love, do 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 do. I know that's this book's been blowing up since they rumored her being in the villain for Captain Marvel too, right? Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I'm digging. This oh, that's interesting. I've heard that one. Oh, that is nice. Oh, this is a Terry Dotson cover. Nice. Yeah, from 2005. Oh. But I love how oh, they this kept is from the Marvel Legends. Yeah, story, right? I love how they kept the old uh, price box. What is that? These this this art corner box. Yeah, corner box. I love how they kept the original corner box, or or at least close to it. Let's see how close it is. Um, yeah, it's Scarlet. It's pretty Wade. good. On. Yeah, Wonder Man. Yeah, I think it's the exact same uh, box. Let me see. Wonder Man, the most least interesting headshot on there. Just a dude with sunglasses <laughs> on. Dude with sunglasses. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wonder if we'll get Wonder Man casting this weekend. I doubt it. Such a weird character. I heard there's a rumor that the Mandarin, the guy who played the Mandarin, is going to be. In yeah, the, uh, Ken, the yeah, the Ken, yeah, Ben's uh, Sir Ben Kingsley's character. Yeah. Let's see. Why not milk him for whatever he is? Spawn. Little. Uh, Are you going to send anything to uh, the new McFarland signing? Anybody on the panel? Uh, no, hell no, no. I, I was I just researching what Spawn number ones go for out in the market. Yeah. Signed. Yeah, I might send one off. Batman 423 yeah. is looking nice to send in. Ooh, yeah, that's another nice. one. Bomber Comics. Who's my man with the shirt off? Oh, this here? is definitely a World War II era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Covered, judging by those, the person on those bowling Raw no grade, meaning that they couldn't verify what the grade was. Is one of those people that said, hey, take a look at the pictures. I'm not a professional grader. Or if my night's been blowing up, I'm telling you. There's gonna be there's something's gonna be yeah, shown. I don't disagree with you, Tim. To the this no, there's too many the too many occurrences just on this list alone. Yeah, first appearance of Jake Gomez is War of Night, and I'm I have a feeling they're gonna go with the young cat, but I think there are gonna be multiple iterations. They're gonna go, you know, because you know Jack Russell's kind of a silly name. But I'm just saying, man. Hey, what do you want to name your werewolf? Uh, we want to name after a dog. Okay, what kind of dog? dog? Jack Russell, a little yelper right. dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, my Marvel. What about that uh, fighting? Fighting five there. That's I think that's the first oh. Peacemaker. Yeah, is it? Or close to it? Yep, first appearance. Yeah, of look at you. Good knowledge, Gabe. This Good is one knowledge. of those books that like nobody cared about. Even even when Peacemaker oh, came out, it was still. But it's just a hard book to find. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, forty seven hundred raw from March two thousand twenty two. Um, 1966. I mean, nobody cared about this shit. I mean, yeah, those Charlton comics. Yeah, nobody cares about those. And things. it was such a great series on HBO Max, the uh, Peacemaker series. <laughs> Absolutely freaking hilarious with that crazy ass eagle that he has. Come on now. Yeah, eagle's great. How many of these you got, Justin? Yeah, how many oh, you got, that's a, Justin? That's an impossible book. Oh. that's the only. That's the only one in 25 I don't have in the Throne series. So our era, Alani Chiz. Cameo, the first meeting of Darth Vader and Thrawn. Wow. All right. I'm digging a nice. 450 and a 9.8, uh, 1295 and a 9.8 back in 2021. Wow. Most recently, 450. So, hey, man, half the cost. There you go. Not bad at all. But look at this one. Once Thrawn comes in live action, boys and girls, forget about it. All these are going to both forget about it. Look at that one. That one's dope. 
I wonder who they're going to get to play. Uh, you know what? I would like to play Thrawn. Uh, the dude who played Ronan the Accuser in Guardians of the Galaxy. Why not? Lee Pace, Ooh. is that his name? Mm, yeah. Yeah, why not? And oh, I've always said this is such a good book to get. Um, um, what if, or excuse me, Marvel 2 and 1, The Thing and Warlock suffer not a warlock to live? Here comes Adam Warlock. It's it's an interesting story. I have to look it up, but I remember I bought this because I was speculating and when I, you know, at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they announced Adam. And God damn it, I gotta think now. It's either the resurrection of him with us with the with this with a particular gemstone or something along those lines. I have to I have to pull it out. I have it in my long boxes somewhere. So um but it's I'm telling you all these Marvel Tomb ones, Marvel team ups, all those man are some great things. Especially with Thing. You could think I would think Thing could probably get his own spin off series. Holy shit. Do we just have a do we just have a flashback to Spider-Man bad spec? Holy cow. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> I hate this cover. This is the worst Spider-Man cover. Oh, just just of it being I'm, so I'm, dark. I'm, hold on. Where's Hydro Man? If I see Molten Man, where's Hydro Yeah, Man? hey, you can get it. It's yeah. all the first appearances. Prowler. No, that's not Prowler's first, right? Or is it? That's not, no, that's not Prowler's first. Yeah. Not I mean, someone just went on an amazing Spider-Man binge. That's basically Dude, what it uh, is. Tim, go back up. Go to that Onslaught X-Men all the way at the end there. That's just cool. That, that gold X-Men. cover. Someone all in the far the right. Gold all the way to the right. I'm tripping. Oh, this one. I was like, holy yeah. cow. I, I thought it was an alien book or something. I could barely even make it out. I love oh, this yeah. onslaught. Like yeah, X-Men onslaught Marvel universe the books. lettering on it. Yeah. Yeah. But these uh gold ones are I see them. They're going, they're getting they're getting priced. 24 karat gold cover. Huh. Yeah. Damn. Not as 24 karat, but it still sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh 531 and 9.8. If you guys remember, this is what the original cover looked like. Yeah. Boom. Love these, love these books. For those who don't remember, Onslaught was like um, evil personage uh, or something of Charles Xavier. I don't even know how to explain it. Was, uh, Charles Xavier when Resur- he mind-wiped Magneto. A part of Magneto's like, consciousness went to his mind and drove him nuts. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. It was a big thing, though, for the comics at the time. I met uh, yeah. Marvel Onslaught, and I think they killed Professor X again in that series. I don't, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, poor guy. Um, wow, Rajagul cover. Classic. First appearance of Razagul and uh, Neil Adams, he of the blue shirt, I do believe. Um, Batman number 232 came out in 1971. That's awesome. $400 for a raw dog. Of course, 9.8, 22 grand. Crazy. This man. is one of those crazy books when I always look at it, I always think it's a newer book than what it actually is. I mean, it, yeah. to me, the art doesn't say it's from 1971, just by the, you know, by the way. That's Neil Adams for you. Oh, yeah. Um, and his art still hasn't changed. It's still exactly same. <laughs> Sorry, uh, don't sue me, but it's true. Some people grow and some people remain the same for good or bad. So um, um, Ultimate Comics, all new Spider-Man, number one, the, the Sarah Pacelli direct Pichelli. edition, 115, 9.2 and a 406 uh, for 406. But boo, yeah, 9.8 for $3,500. Um, let me see which ones I have. Uh, I actually one in 30 is nice. Yeah, I have one of these on bag. I don't have the news. The poly bag is cool because there are a uh, a secret uh, Stanley signature on. Shut Friday. up! Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear that. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these poly bags. I have one of those poly bags. Back in that time, they had like secret Stanley signatures in them, and you could kind of see it in the back. Because it has a certificate of authenticity with it, so you kind of oh, see it through God. the back. Ah, so keep go. an eye yeah. out if you see those like sealed bags. Gabe just dropping buckets, dropping knowledge. Look at the dude. You got so if you see one on eBay, be like, hey, dude, can you like turn it around so we can see? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I don't I don't bid on anything on eBay that doesn't have like a back cover picture. So you can see those and be like, exactly, oh yeah, there's a yeah. certificate of it. The great in the front, but then you turn it back, it's like, God damn. It's yeah. like, you know, the club at 2 a.m. when they turn the lights on. Uh Whoa. highest known value CGC 9.6 for 40 grand. <sighs> Check out my man's crown. Jeez. I that just Take a, the movie comes out all, take a minute to absorb everything that's going on in this cover. There is so much font telling you stuff on this. It's absolutely incredible. So you have 72 pages, Fantastic Four annual number one. It came out in 1963. It's selling for 25 cents and it's an annual. But Undersea Legions, a submariner, at last the submariner finds his long lost race. And so begins the most fantastic battle of all time inside the pages of this, the world's greatest comic magazine. Then at the bottom, it, there's Spider-Man and Doctor Doom. And it says Spider-Man waits within these pages. Also, the origin of the Fantastic Four, the most requested saga ever printed, and don't miss the awesome gallery of villains. 
that all getting bang for your buck for 25 for 25 cents. cents another thing i like about this is that uh jack kirby rarely ever drew spider-man so when you see like a spider-man cover it's always pretty cool because yuji has the spider upside down on his hmm. chest yeah and if you look at his shoulders there's a lot of webs going on there yeah he's got way too many webs. <laughs> that's like hold my beer let me just get out hold of here <laughs> yeah let me show you how it's done uh one more so, here start appearing so, in his oh, howling commandos Look at that, man. That's a man's man. No sleeves, a la predator style in the in the you know fighting wars. Kind of five o'clock shadow, and then Dum Dum Dugan over here just doing stupid shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, there has to be a Sergeant Fury and his Howling Commandos animated series or whatever. Just make it happen, man. So you know, you know, or at least our version that we saw in um, Captain America, right? Um, uh, yeah. the uh, the the cast of that was in the first Avenger, we got some of them I think in the Peggy Carter ser- series, if I recall correctly. But you know, give me more Howling Commandos. That's what I say. Justin, thanks for joining us. Last second, any uh, last words? Uh, yeah, check out the latest episode of the Comic Con podcast tomorrow. As as soon as this show ends, I'll be editing the episode. So uh, iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, and Anchor FM, the Comic Con podcast. Alexa, play Comic-Con podcast on Spotify. Look at that. Did it work? Yeah. No. Alexa, play Lord's Longbox podcast on Spotify. Gabe, any last words? Hey, everybody. Thanks for showing up. Follow me on Instagram, Gabe Loves 90s Comics. You're looking very G.I. Joe-ish today with the beard and, you know, bald head. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah, I'm talking like the big act. Remember the old school, like, you know. Yeah, but my, my, my thumbnail yeah, on the backward side of my thumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can look at that. All right. Sorry, nothing for you, JB, but what do you got? Oh, man, I need the shameless plug. Go follow me on Instagram so you can see the books that I am putting up for my very first four whatnot lives that I've scheduled, including that ASM 40 that you just saw in the Shakers list on there Wednesday. You show. Perfect segue. Booyah. All right, boys and girls, we'll see you next Tuesday for the Cover Price Top 10. But we're going live throughout this weekend, depending on what drops on what day. I'm definitely going to do Marvel. Uh, and if there's Star Wars news, we'll see you go live for that panel, too, to see what they drop. So uh, I'll be sprinkling in throughout the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and possibly tomorrow, depending on what the panels are coming. But until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Oh, that the law.